Benny tells Archie to rest. Like, sleep is going to cure the fact that he was stabbed last episode. Pals and gals, and welcome to another episode of EXO, EXO Riverdale. I'm Louis Perlman. I'm Kate Matter. Very, very happy to be here with you on this. We're recording this on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Kate, how are you? Doing okay? Doing okay. How are you? Other than the fact that I have two uh, hard deadlines breathing down my neck. Yeah. Everything's totally fine yeah i'm coming up on finals it's a little rough yes i get it i get it we're busy people we're doing stuff nothing the little bit of riverdale can't fix you know no nope. so you you said no real big news right now yeah nothing hey you know it is what it is everybody was looking very cute on social media this week the end yeah. <laughs> well maybe we should just get into the episode then what do you think yeah. I think so. I love it. Riverdale episode. What is it now? Episode 41. episode 41. Manhunter. Named after what? Manhunter is it? That's like a cat and mouse chase with a serial killer, cannibal, and a journalist. So we ended up having some journalistic aspects to this episode. Some serial killer aspects. And what what's the third one? Some cannibal. <laughs> some cannibal. No, no one ate each other in this episode. No, but it's a little cat and mousey. It's very cat and mousey. Yes, it is a cat and mousey episode. Little little loose in terms of the connections, but you know, not the end of the world. Still, uh, I I thought overall uh, a good episode. How did you feel? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. I think it moved the plot along well was a lot of really good performances in the episode and like a lot of very believable uh, plot elements and, and moves from our characters. Nothing that was like, wait, what? You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. At least for me. And I like, you know, I like that. I think that the characters have been behaving very in character, you know, in brand today, which is great. Yeah, definitely. Or just this season in general. Yeah. Okay. So... Betty tells Archie to rest. This is the beginning of this opener in the bunker. Right. Betty tells Archie to rest. Like, sleep is going to cure the fact that he was stabbed last episode. Yeah. Yeah, bad, I mean, bad situation. Hurt, but... <laughs> yeah, it's not like he just got banged up, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. And then Betty's looking over at the board and says, how are we going to get out of this mess? which I just think is a really wonderfully kind of Archie Comics-esque thing to say about something that's really beyond her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so then Juggy comes running back in. Right. And yeah. There are multiple gargoyles. Yeah, there's a whole gang of gargoyles. And one of them is Joaquin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Perhaps it's Joaquin. We don't know yet, but then we learn later that one of them is Joaquin. Mm-hmm. And they think that the Gargoyle King might be, you know, um, Warden Norton. Right. 
luckily they figure out pretty quickly that he has he has dead so yeah which is good i'm glad that we didn't have a whole episode of them being like maybe it was warden norton oh god yeah exactly which i was worried they were gonna do yeah and then like alice so then betty comes back in and alice is like where have you been young lady like everything that's been going on the last few days is like a normal thing yeah you know and it's like no it kind of is for riverdale I guess it is. I guess it is. I mean, Alice just is just has such weird behaves weirdly, I think. Yeah. Uh, always and never understands correct tone for situations. Right. Then um, the next notable thing that I have is, uh, you know, Betty and Archie having bunker sex. Or, or Archie and Veronica, because I wrote, did he fuck with an infected stab wound? Yes, totally. Sorry, not Betty and Archie. Gross. Disgusting. Never. Never on the show should that ever happen. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they fucked. And that's so gross. And also, you know, Archie needs to conserve his strength. So then they're having pillow talk where Archie is fairly cognizant. Yeah. The next little note that I have is... Uh, you know, that Archie wants to go to the abandoned mines. Yeah, the abandoned mines. Are those the abandoned mines from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that the Kinkles work in? Well, they call them the Sweetwater Mines. So they're definitely, I think they're connected. Yeah. Um, If not the exact same mine site, because certainly the look of the mines is a little different. Right. I mean, maybe the mines sort of, are shared by Riverdale and by Sweetwater or by by right. Greendale. You know, and the Sweetwater River is what uh, separates the two towns from each other. Right. Because definitely the Kinkle Mines, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call them. The Kinkle Mines seem a little spookier, but the whole, but all of Sabrina seems a little spookier. Yeah. And I mean, definitely there's some sort of um, connection, I think, to like the, you know, we can talk about this now, the, the drawings of the Gargoyle King that are clearly on the mines mm-hmm. that almost stop resembling the Gargoyle King and start resembling Satan from Sabrina. Yeah. Like there's at least an aesthetic connection, you know? Yeah. And that's cool. I like it. And even if those are the only connections that the two series have so far, mm-hmm. it's a great little, uh, nuance connection that I'm interested to see where it goes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's cool. Um, and then <laughs> Veronica has a great line. Water posters with your strong jaw are all over town. Oh God. Which I just thought was great. I thought Veronica it was awesome. Weird shit. I know, but sometimes it lands and sometimes it doesn't. And I thought in this case, it totally landed at least okay. for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then something about all of this that I think is kind of annoying is that like in this opening, pardon me, I'm yawning in this opening, all of the, all of the gang are kind of running around doing a whole bunch of different stuff. Mm -hmm. And like none of the parents are like really keeping tabs on their kids after Archie has escaped from jail. Yeah. Like, to me, that feels rather unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, Veronica's with Archie. Uh, Jughead is running around, you know, trying to figure out the game. You know, no, 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 all that stuff. 
And then and then we have this scene at Riverdale High mm-hmm. where Riverdale High is being visited by Sheriff Minetta, mm-hmm. our least favorite guy in literally the whole world. We hate him. Yeah. And Sheriff Minetta is like grilling these kids, which is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and Reggie makes a porn joke. Right. Very funny. Check my browser history. Yeah. Great, Reggie. And then Evelyn says some bullshit. Fucking Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Evelyn, ever, never. Yeah. About how, you know, about how she's running a club for farmies. So everybody's yeah. so welcome to come. Like, ugh, gross. Evelyn, even if she has absolutely nothing to do with the actual, like, you know, uh, with the actual uh, Gargoyle King or anything like that, she should just be arrested for being, like... A creep. A total creep, yeah, exactly. And not understanding, like, tone or appropriateness. Yeah. So then Sheriff Mineta, like, grills Josie, which is so mean. Yeah. Like, leave Josie alone. She's not, she's, like, the least suspicious. I think, though, that maybe, because Hiram did see her at the prison. Oh, that's why. Okay. So he grills Josie, and then Josie has a seizure. Yeah. I'm worried about Josie. I don't want anything to happen to her. She's great. Josie's good. Yeah. So, like, I think, and then Evelyn's just coldly staring at Josie. Yeah. Definitely Evelyn is somehow connected to the seizures. Yeah. And and I think they want us to think it's some sort of psychic thing, but I think it's just some sort of poisoning that is happening. Yeah. Absolutely. The next thing I have is the Jughead and Betty are on the case. They're in the Riverdale Library investigating. Yeah. And Reverend Norton, big surprise, was the RROTC instructor. Yeah, have we seen Kevin's arms yet here? Because I wrote Kevin's arms. I think it's coming up next. Okay. Yeah, but oh my god, Kevin was so well-dressed. Oh my goodness. And his arms are gorgeous. They are. I know. Kevin, va-va-voom. We love you. So, like, I'm learning so much about the RROTC in this season of Riverdale for a thing that I didn't really understand what it was before this season of Riverdale. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm really thrilled about that. And then we get this recurring theme. That's the theme of the season and maybe of the series that really the sins of the parents are responsible, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that not every, not everything is being told the truth. Not everybody's being told the truth. And then Betty, <sighs> Betty, is like, I think I could get to the bottom of this as long as I can borrow Veronica's speakeasy. Yeah. Which is like, really, that's the only way, Betty? Yeah, that's the I only to, meeting place she could find. I need to borrow Veronica's venue, you know? <laughs> Which like seems to be evening because none of the parents are at work, but there's no one in the speakeasy. Well, I think all the parents leave work because of this. Okay. Because clearly Betty... And Betty... Betty pushed their buttons that they all got invited by the Gargoyle King. Right. So it's very clear that the parents are quite implicated if they're that concerned by getting an invite from the Gargoyle King. Yeah. Maybe that they just didn't want to appear rude because they're all like best friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, the Gargoyle King. So yeah. And then um, something happens in the show 
that I, I just loved because it was logical and 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 a realistic thing to happen. Kevin's with Archie. Archie says, Kevin, I don't feel too great. Yeah. Kevin's like, let me look at your wound. Archie's like, yeah, it's bad because last episode I crawled through poop. Yeah. What a relief that they actually had him get an infected wound. I know. Yeah, so that was all great. Actual logic prevailed for once on this show. Yeah. Which is great. Um, we find out that it's Daryl Doily that planted the cyanide the night of the Midnight Club. Yes, at the parent party. Right. At least that's what Penelope thinks. Right. Well, because you don't grow cyanide. No, and... <laughs> Then who said, yeah, a blossom, Alice, right? A blossom would yeah. do that. Yeah. Leave her alone. Like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. You know, I, I know Penelope's not the most like innocent character on the show, but like, I think she does get heaped a lot of abuse from a lot of different places. Yeah. Like when she was being a prostitute and, you know, all that, you know, Cheryl was just yelling at her. Yeah. Cheryl, who was it in this episode? Right. A lot of yeah. people weren't in this episode. Yeah, but a lot of people were, because something about this ep this scene that I wanted to just note is that I love it when all the parents are together. Yeah. Like, I think the show really shines when we get to see all of those actors in one room together. Yeah. So, of course, Fred is being very helpful. Mm hmm Something to note, because I think it's going to factor in, it... Alice was surprised that Fr that FP saw the Gar Gargoyle King as well right. the night of. Yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. And then Hermione forces Hiram to stay. Yeah. You know, and, and that is, I love it when Hermione sort of takes control of the situation mm -hmm. when it comes to her and Hiram. So, yeah, so the Game Master set up the game. You don't grow cyanide. It was Daryl Doily. He wanted him and Penelope to ascend together, so he killed himself, which prove, is proven to be not true later on in this episode. And then Betty sort of connotes that there might be connections between the game and Riverdale that goes beyond just playing the game. And the parents react very strongly to that, that that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, it very much shows they have something to hide when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Hiram leaves in a huff. Oh, no, I'm sorry. FP leaves in a huff. Right. Because Betty reveals that Jughead has been playing this game. You know, very, very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, blah, 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 blah. where are we here? Uh, Jughead hears from Fangs and Sweet Pea that they found the Centerville Serpents have found Joaquin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the Centerville Serpents. Yes, the Centerville Serpents have found Joaquin. There's serpents everywhere, and Centerville yeah. is where they have found Joaquin. And Joaquin was at the last resort youth hostel. Yeah. I just thought it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so then, Jughead's on his way to go do something. And FP comes home, and what does he do? He handcuffs Jughead to the fridge. So, normally, this would be a real treat for Jughead to be handcuffed to the fridge. Yeah. But in this case, not so good, because Jughead has shit to do. Yeah. 
Also, where did FP get handcuffs? I maybe FP, you know, maybe he's a little, you know, steamy awesome. in the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But regardless, yeah. And this is all dumb. That game is a drug. You got a detox, boy. You know, yeah. fuck off, FP. I hate when he calls Jughead boy. Me too. It feels so gross. It, it never feels like it rolls off Skeet's tongue properly. Yeah, no. like it always feels like Skeet's like, are we like this is something we shouldn't write my character saying? Yeah, like let's figure something else out that works better for me as a performer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think it's Skeet's fault. Yeah. So yeah, and then Doctor Curdle Junior to the rescue. Right. You know, he has antibiotics for Archie, but he needs payment. It's fine. I love Dr. Curdle Jr. He's a great new character. Yeah. Uh, I want him to be a love interest for someone in the show. Oh, dear. Yeah, <laughs> you do not want that. <laughs> no one's the right age. How old is he? Do you think he's, he's in his, like, like, 20s? 30s. Oh, I thought he was young. I thought he was, like close to the age of the Riverdale kids. No, I think like young 30s. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe late 20s. He is a doctor. Oh, yeah, I guess he is a doctor. He's not... <laughs> that's me being an idiot. He's not Dr. Curdle Jr. because he's the son of the original Dr. Curdle. Yeah, no, no, no. He's a doctor. That's why they go to him. Yeah, totally. He is a doctor. Oh, that's, that's funny. So then... This is something I loved that happened in this episode. Kevin and Archie went off on a little adventure together. Yeah. And we just don't see them interacting a lot. So I yeah. loved this. So, and then Ronnie is looking at Archie's case files because she's becoming quite a good little sleuth. Yep. And guess what? They've been edited. Yep. So clearly, you know, like... Something in there was a threat to Hiram. So right. he wanted them edited. And then Hiram, you know, comes in and him and Veronica have a catty moment. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote down too many variables at Shadow Lake. Oh, mm -hmm. so Hiram says there's too many variables at Shadow Lake. Yeah. Handle them. So, I also noticed in the scene that uh, the portrait of Veronica has been replaced with the portrait of Hiram in his own office. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's a good observation. Yeah. 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 But, but the, the, the password is still Veronica's birthday. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're not there yet, but yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like in connection with that, you know, Yeah. So I think it's kind of interesting and then Betty breaks Jug out of his his heavenly prison. Yes. With a bobby pin, of course. And then um, Jughead um, calls Betty Miss Marble. Miss Marple. Yeah. M-A-R-P-L-E. Yeah, what is that from again? What's that Ms. reference? Miss Marple is like a BBC uh, That's right. detective. Yeah, so that is correct. Thank you. What a great Riverdale spinoff, a, a, a BBC-style detective show starring Betty. Yeah. Be very good. All right, act three, The Woods. Sheriff Minetta is being a jerk. Yeah. He's running around being a little, I just hate that Sheriff Minetta. Yep. Betty, uh, Veronica has 
hacked into the computer at uh, Hermione's office. Right. And there is a file in there with the same rune that is on Archie. And that is quite the issue. And then each of those boys that are, you know, the, the boys that Hiram bribed to lie, they each are given $10,000, mm-hmm. which like is of course a, a good amount of money, mm-hmm. but is it really enough for, to, for them to completely upend and change their lives? Which yeah. is what they ended up having to do. Because I was like, mm, no. Yeah, they had to, like, live in the woods. Yeah, in a fucking cave. Yeah. Like, 10000 seems really low to me. Yeah, for what it is. Yeah, like, it's not enough to, If it like, was, like, $10,000 and walk, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that isn't what it was. And I thought right. that was... I thought that was sort of an odd choice by the writers. Mm-hmm. So then Ronnie gets arrested, which is really fun. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, this is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. A- and then the servants have found Joaquin. They, you know, tie up and, in- and interrogate Joaquin. Joaquin and the warden were pawns. That's what Joaquin reveals. Right. And that the warden was receiving game cards with mysterious instructions. From the and- man in black. From the man in black and the rune they were wondering about it means sacrifice mm-hmm. yeah and yeah getting instructions from the man in black so is johnny cash gonna come back from the dead and make an appearance well doug had properly deduces who the man in black is well he thinks it's hiram yeah i think it is hiram you don't think it's johnny cash yeah you know i understand where you're coming from I still think Richard Kind was the Black Hood. What if Johnny Cash and Richard Kind are at the end of this season of Riverdale? That'd be pretty good. That'd be fun. What if we predicted it and now the writers are furiously rewriting? That'd be very funny. It would be very funny. Oh, no! (laughs) So Hiram's implied to be the Gargoyle King, but as he rightly points out to Jughead, I'm not a 16-year-old nerd. Yeah. Which he is not, like, to his credit. Right, but, like, he kind of was. Yeah, yeah, and I wish that his character had been in the in the Midnight Club episode more. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, wanted to see that like, character more. D&D, but... Mm-hmm, no, but he was still a bit of a nerd. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, like, he deflects it back, and he's like, hey, it was probably your, your dad, Jughead. Well, this- he says... Like, look at the killers. We have Cliff Blossom, Hal Cooper, Tom Keller. And I thought it was interesting that he threw Tom Keller in with Hal Cooper and Cliff Blossom. Yeah, yeah. Like, what did Tom Keller ever do to deserve that? Yeah. I mean, Tom Keller's a little creepy, but that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I did think it was kind of interesting. Yeah, we'll see. And, you know, and then... So he like schools Jughead, but like this is just like more like gaslighting deflection stuff. Yeah. And of course, we know that Hiram is somehow involved. Right. So then 
you know, Betty comes home, or I keep saying Betty when I mean Veronica today, because Veronica behaves in a very Betty-esque way in this whole episode. Mm -hmm. So Veronica comes home and um, says, you know, I found everything and we're going to quit Archie, blah, blah, blah. And one of Hiram's reactions is, your mother doesn't even have a computer anymore. Yeah. What do you think that meant? Because that think, sure confused me. I think Hiram has total control over the mayor's office. Oh, that's okay. So, yeah. So your mother doesn't have a computer anymore because. That computer's mine. Because the computer is mine that you found. Very interesting. And then we have, you know, the big question, was Daryl poisoned by Penelope? Right. Because Betty goes to Dr. Curdle. That's right. And finds the records. Yes. That was in his father's personal collection. You know, because Dr. Curdle loved just, you know, keeping personal collections of these. Sorts. What if Dr. Curdle was the Gargoyle King? That'd be cool. I'd be into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be a bit. Of... all has to do with people in the Midnight Club. I think it's, I think it's very hard. These, yeah, it's true that the personal collection does have to do with the Midnight Club. But like. I think it's really hard to keep doing these, these whodunit, uh, to keep doing these whodunits, mm -hmm. and then having to make the character someone meaningful for the audience so that we care yeah. when it's revealed. And I don't know if Doctor Curdle's a big enough character, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know. But that being said, it can't just keep being the parents. Mm -hmm. Like if this one's FP, that would suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not even not conjecturing that it is because I'm pretty sure it's not. Yeah. You know. Anyway, but we'll see. It would be nice if this sort of ran deeper and and ended up sort of changing maybe the mythology of the show a bit. I think that'd be really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we have Tom Keller in being interrogated. Yeah, he has a hot tattoo. What's his tattoo of again? I couldn't tell. I just decided it was pretty hot to be in a tattoo. You love him. I love him. That's great. Yeah, you think he's zaddy, which he, he is. is. He is very handsome. That's true. Just like his cute son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Tom doesn't spill the beans. He doesn't really reveal anything new. Mm -hmm. You know, other than like the fact that I think that's, it's then revealed that, um, Alice wrote a cover-up piece in the newspaper. Yeah, and Tom said he saw that the blossoms were growing oleander when he was investigating Jason's death. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll see where that all leads to. But I, like, I think Penelope's off the list of suspects. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets this phone call. The boys are shot. I have to go. Right. Well, because Archie and Kevin found the shot boys, and mm -hmm. one of them was still alive. Mm -hmm. So they have to race him to the hospital Yep. by picking him up, which is never a good idea. No. Well, they're, they kind of know the extent of the injury. They, it is clearly a gunshot. Also. But uh, can't, can't moving someone around dislodge shit. Are you supposed to really just leave them for the paramedics to do it? In theory, but if there's like a life and if it's like paralyze or die, you paralyze. So those boys like actually did the right thing. Yeah. I'm so proud of them. Yep. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> that's right. And that's when we get the, the cave drawings of the Gargoyle King who looks like it's Satan from Sabrina. Right. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. Um, so then act four, 
We open on Joaquin being dead. Yep, and branded. And branded. R.I.P. Joaquin. Yeah, what a what a shocking end. I'm gonna miss that that honey. Yeah. I wanted a happy ending for Joaquin. I think we all did. I hope we at least get some moments from Kevin being really sad about this. Yeah, but Moose makes it better. Uh-huh. That's right, baby. Then they can both like commiserate. They can be like, our loved ones were killed. Yeah. But yeah, but Joaquin looks like he was poisoned by the gargoyle gang. Yeah. And then Archie's in the fucking hospital. Mm-hmm. Get him out of that hospital. Oh my God. Yep. Very public of places. Shocked. And then good writing here, in my opinion. Archie really comes to the revelation that he he feels he is fucking up Riverdale. And you know what? If I was Archie, I, I'm not saying Archie's right. I'm not saying any of this is Archie's fault. But I'd certainly feel the same way after all the garbage that's happened to Archie over this season, two and a half seasons. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, like, this is actually a smart move for the character to be making because... You know, Archie at his core, like, doesn't want to be trouble for anybody. Mm-hmm. And all he's been is trouble literally since the series started. Yeah. Oh, then we have the, sorry, we got a little off track uh, because then that's the, the episode or the, uh, the sequence with the scene with uh, Betty and uh, Alice or well, sorry. And Pen- Betty and Penelope, Penelope, who does she call her Auntie Blossom? Yeah, and call me Auntie Blossom. But then she gets all mad at Betty and doesn't stay. Yeah. And then we've got, I ran out of space in my notebook. So now I'm on to my, my handwritten paper notes. Okay, here we go. My loose sleep notes. Then Betty goes back home to confront her mommy. And then we have a great little Riverdale sequence. Yes. The lights are out. There's a man in the window that neither of them see. Right. There's knocking on the door. They open the door and no one is there. Then, guess who's in that house with them? The Gargoyle King. The Gargoyle King. And then we have, like, three different references to Scream in a row. Yes. To the, to the movie Scream. To right. Wes Craven's 1990, I think, six film yeah. Scream. The popcorn is left on the stove. That's directly from Scream. Mm-hmm. They run up the stairs. And Skeet Ulrich climbs through a ladder into the window. That's so specific that it's Skeet Ulrich, too. It's so great. It's so good. It's so wonderful. And in the past, Jughead's climbed through the window using the ladder. But it being Skeet doing it is just, mwah, I love it. And then while he's hugging... While he's while he's hugging Alice, he's glaring at Betty, which is also a reference to the way his character behaves in Scream. Yeah. So it's good stuff. I mean, I'm here for it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. And then we had an act break. Yep. Then we had a short little act. Yeah. Um, we had um, Veronica's parents. Veronica's dad says, "Someone let you out of your cage." I see. Yeah. And then Veronica like really melts off. And I'm thinking, don't don't tell your parents about all this. Yeah. Keep this close to the chest, because you know, this yeah. is sort of endgame for you. Yeah. And then we've got 
Oh no! Oh no! 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 We've got Alice. Oh boy! Like, I'm going to the farm, Betty. Yeah. Betty, like I'm not going there. And then Alice is like, "No, you're not." And then here come the sisters of Quiet Mercy. Yeah. I feel like at this point, wouldn't really want to have Betty there. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. So. But they take Betty away and, you know, how also, how can they claim that Betty has any sort of mental illness where she deserves to be taken to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy? Yeah, but what the did sisters, Alice say to them? Yeah, exactly. What did Alice say to them? My daughter's been seeing the Gargoyle King. Yeah. I mean, the only thing about this is that having Betty in a home and this connects to the end of the episode where everybody's suffering from the same delusion, but it's not a delusion. It's actually that mm -hmm. there's someone actually after them. Yeah. That is, that's Nightmare on Elm Street 3 in a nutshell. Yeah. So I like that they're making that reference, but geez, you know? Anyway, then we have our act break, our final act break. Mm -hmm. And it's a big reveal. Who did Archie go with out of Riverdale. He went with Juggy. He did go with Juggy, uh, which I think is a great choice because we don't see them together enough at all. Right. This is kind of that road trip that got canceled. It is. This is the road trip that got canceled. Absolutely. Uh, although, you know, under much worse circumstances. And we have, I, I would argue, one of the best scenes in the series, both performed and written, mm -hmm. where Veronica set up a welcome home Archie party. Yeah, which I have to say, I don't like how quickly they wrapped up Sheriff Mineta. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I hope that Sheriff Mineta gets a little more time because he's been such a such a foil for sure. Yeah. And but that, yeah, we have this phone conversation, which is I think very well written and very very well performed by these yeah. guys. And I loved when. Veronica said, don't make me say goodbye to you, Archie Andrews. Yeah, she said that before. Yeah, and when she said it before, it's worked, but this time it, it doesn't. No. And that's beautiful. And, you know, I, I really feel for Veronica, and I feel for Archie, but, you know, this is like a real Montague Capulet situation that's mm -hmm. arisen here. It's just like the, the, the lodges are too powerful. Yeah. And, you know, how is Veronica going to fight this? And that's going to be a great arc probably for the rest of the season for Veronica, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have Archie and Jughead walking down those tracks. With the song. With the Paladin song playing. The Paladin song, which I meant to look up, but I didn't. So I'm going to look it up now. Yeah. I assumed you had looked it up. <laughs> of course you did, honey. But I didn't. Paladin. I was going to, and then I forgot to. Paladin song. I'll look up Paladin song, Riverdale. Oh, come on. Ugh, I can't fucking find anything about it. Am I spelling Paladin, Paladin right? Paladin by Johnny Western. How did you find it so fast? Paladin, Paladin, where do you roam? Oh, thank you. So, walking off into the sunset to Paladin, Paladin, where do you roam by... Johnny Western, thank you for looking that up, Kate, because yeah. I sure I sure screwed that one up. Yeah. And then we're off 
on some big uh, status quo shifts for the show. Yep. But these are all organic and feel good and welcome. And I'm excited to see where they lead in the next few episodes. Yeah. So yeah, overall, I thought this was a good episode. I thought this was a good after two week break. Yeah, we happened. do have to mention that Betty and the Sisters of Quiet Mercy walked into the art room and everyone was painting the gargoyle thing. Yes, they're all sharing the same quote-unquote delusion, but it's not a delusion. Right. It's because the gargoyle king is fucking with all of them. Mm -hmm. And we'll see where it, what it results in. So, here we go. Power list, crush list. Who do you have, baby? I have three people on the power list. Go for it. Betty, Archie, Veronica. Whoa! Interesting. I have a very different power list. Okay. I have Alice, mm -hmm. Hiram, mm -hmm. Penelope, mm -hmm. Betty, Veronica, Jughead, Archie. Okay. Mm -hmm. These the parents I thought drove a lot in this one. Yeah. Who do you have on your crush list? Maybe it's a little closer. I have Kevin, Tom, and Betty. We have very similar crush lists. I have Joaquin, because mm -hmm. R.I.P. It's yeah, the last time... Run. It's the last time he'll get to be on this crush list. Betty. Uh-huh. And Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Kevin was dressed very well in this episode. He really was. They really accentuated his best features. Yeah. Oh, Kevin. Gorgeous. So, yeah, I, I thought this was a good episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Any closing Any closing notes about the episode? Not about the episode. Yeah. I covered it. I, yeah, I think we covered it. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely. It had some moments I think we're going to end up saying are some of the best moments of the season. Yeah. Surprising, understated, well-directed, well-written, specifically that scream sequence and yeah. the breakup scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, that covers another episode of XOXO Riverdale. Yeah, we could talk about next week. Yeah, what's the next episode next episode week? What's it called? The Man in Black. That's right, The Man in Black. So it's going to be a Johnny Cash tribute. Well, it's going to be the 1949 movie, The Man in Black. Oh. Um, where a guy dies while st sim uh, simulating death. And his now second wife tries to force her stepdaughter, his daughter, into an insanity control estate. Like, it, like into, like, an insanity, like, prison. Got it, so she yeah. So control the estate. I really hope that someone, like, tries to fake their own death. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great for this show. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm, ex I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so just, you know, thank you, everybody, for, you know, continuing to listen. We got some good feedback on the last episode, which is great. Yeah. You know, which is very, very, very exciting. Thank you to our new editor, Angeli Mercado. Yes. Uh, she's awesome. We're so excited to be working with her. Thanks to Louis Aron Aronowitz, who does our uh, theme song. He's great. Indeed. Big fan. And thanks to everybody that's following us on Twitter and on Facebook. And, you know, you can go to iTunes if you like this podcast and rate us and subscribe. That's yeah. something we don't talk about a lot, but do it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Go for it. And we love you all. We love each and every single one of you. Thank you to listening and continuing to keep this podcast a fun thing for us to do. It's nice to be not doing it into a void. Yes. All right. That being said, I'm Louie Perlman. I'm Kate Ratter. This is XOXO Riverdale. 
Okay, bye. Bye, pals and gals.